inspiring headliner with QSC. Okay, hello, Burn, Deborah, and John. How's it going, guys? Um, it's going well. Thank you for having us, Adam. Yeah, how are we today? Um, yeah, great. We're I good. Feel great. Yeah, we're good. Um, I've had an interesting week. Um, I guess I've begun to kind of get used to the situation, and uh, we've adapted, and we've started to work from home quite a bit. So yeah. Um, I think it's going well. I think I'll miss this after it's over. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's all about routine. Um, and and that's insane, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, this feels normal now. I feel like going back to work will feel really weird. Would you agree with that? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I am a little bit, like, worried about um, going back. But I guess it's best to focus on now and what we can do now and I guess the relationships we can build now and the connections we can make and the work we can do now um and then when it does go back to normal then we can worry about that later yeah do what you can with the information you have now (laughs) um but yeah it will be weird I mean everything is going to be different um like the world is going to be different after this and there's nothing we can do mm-hmm. about it. We just have to adapt. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's what humans are best at. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned adapting. Cause I feel like with your common ground project that you adapted so quickly and launched that like crazily fast. Can you just talk us through what the common ground project is and yeah. How did you get off the ground so quickly? Yeah. So, um, I guess, um, We'd been wanting to do a live stream for a while, um, but never really got around to doing it. But we'd been following what's happening in the other countries. And, you know, we could expect that there was going to be um, lockdown and that our gigs would be cancelled. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we, we created Common Ground. We just kind of just went for it. Um, so just to tell you a bit more about it, it's a project where every Sunday afternoon we invite independent artists um, to take over our Instagram and do a 20 25 minute show um answer questions that our audience ends in and just have a nice time with our audience and and with the artist it's a way of giving a platform to um artists who you know have been have been affected quite badly uh, by the situation and uh, and yes it's it's it reinforces the value of togetherness that we um so strongly believe in um yeah i think yeah. i think that's that's one of the main things that attracted other artists as well to jump on it and say, yeah, I'd like to perform. I'd like to be part of it because it is an artist. Yeah, because literally being a platform for other artists, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're, nice we're, not, we're not booking um, agents, promoters or, or event organizers. We're, you know, we're, we're yeah. musicians wanting to perform and, and wanting to give other, other artists a place to perform as well. And, you know, obviously live streams are, are at peak mm-hmm. at the moment um but the fact that artists can come together on different platforms is is amazing again it's it's one of the things that the world has adapted to and and is getting used to and i think i think it's great um and also the fact that we can perform from our living room um is is amazing you know having having a little home studio here makes and, and obviously living together makes it possible for us to give the full performance that you'd get at a live show mm-hmm um from from From, the internet yeah yeah, from us we have booked um some artists from um, around the world as well which is really exciting um we've got one coming up from um la uh, and we'll be adjusting the time um of the session so it'll be noon um la time and um 
and then we've got someone from Austria as well. Um, but yeah, it's 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 garnering um, a lot of interest from our audience and new people joining um, our audience for Common Ground. And I think there's room um, for it to grow and develop. I mean, there's so many live streams at the moment, but it feels like Common Ground is offering people something different as well, would you say? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I'm a biased, but <laughs> I, I think so. I think, as I said, because because we're we're, we're doing it for artists, um, like we're doing it for each other, basically. And what's what's amazing as well is that um, our audience on Instagram gets, gets to the, um, discover new artists as well. So we're doing it for artists to perform on, the, on mm. well, not on, to other people's... Um, audiences but what that means is that our audience um on sounds like burn instagram profile get get to discover new artists every day so they don't get to see our faces only (laughs) um and we've had some really good um positive feedback from other artists that are about to release music for example this week yeah um or or are running a pre-save campaign so our followers are engaging with that and and i think that's that's amazing yeah it's what it's all about Mm. we're here to support each other yeah, exactly, and yeah, we did run, yeah. we did release this concept re- super quickly. I think within two days, yeah, we we had a, we had a call with uh, Jess um, from from the Rattle. Jess is the director at the Rattle, and and she did mention that we should do you know live streams and how how would you feel about that? We were about to do a live stream already, but we never got around to do it. And then, as Deborah said, um, it was it was the right time. But it was honestly her idea to say you should include other artists on your platform and and you know help help each other because it's just what uh, what burn is okay. is about ultimately and and I remember her saying okay let's catch up next week and see what you think see see you know what you're planning for this and then two days later we said okay this Sunday we're going to perform and we're going to kick it off and within a day we had yeah, a, poster a poster for it a, a name. name. Yeah, so which we quite liked. Common it was ground. one of those projects where, yeah, you just have to do it and see what what comes out. We didn't expect this yeah. to to grow so quickly, so quickly and to have so much interest from other artists, but it did. So it's great. And um, sometimes you have an idea and you spend weeks, months, years thinking about how you're going to like it would be a great idea. How am I going to make it happen? And sometimes you just need to make things happen, and then they kind of guide themselves. So I think Common Ground is one of those. Definitely. Amazing. I was going to ask you to introduce yourselves to anyone who doesn't know who Burn are. And also you mentioned the Rattle. So could you also talk about how the Rattle comes into what Burn is and for anyone who doesn't know what the Rattle is as well? Brilliant. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're Burn. Um, we're a duo. Um, we live in London. Um, so most of our concerts and work is around London. Um, I play the piano and synth and I sing and uh, John plays the electric guitar and um, produces um, all of our songs. Um, Burn came about from, I guess, a merge, a marriage, I guess, of um, our love for music, which which is our medium, and our love for um, the planet um, 
and you know the environment and wanting to make that um, better for in the world around us um so so yeah so the mission of burn is to inspire um people to make small changes um and uh, to remind people that we're be- better together it's better for everybody to do something um imperfectly than one person to do it perfectly the, the effect of of having lots of people doing trying to do something imperfectly is much bigger um than 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 trying to do it perfectly um so Yes, it's it's to, to remind people, I guess, that we're better together, and we do it uh, through our songs. Music-wise, I think uh, you can say we fall under sort of synth pop, um, indie alternative genre. Mm-hmm. Um, we've released two singles up to now: um, "Oceans" in September and "To the Lions" in March. Yeah, and then we and then we've been, of course, members of the Rattle for a few years now. And what is the Rattle? Yeah, then? the Rattle is um, it's a highly curated artist collective in East London, and they've got a team of experts across the board um, to support um, your career as an artist and to take your startup. Um, which is your your music business basically to the next stage and they've really helped us um to take you know to take this to the place where we imagine it to be um to develop creatively to develop um artistically and also most mostly i guess to develop um as a brand and as a business definitely yeah so if you're listening to this and you want to take two things out of it i would say one check the rattle out to treat your music as a business because it is a business you are a startup and three check out burn please (laughs) (laughs) why not um i mean did burn exist before the rattle or did you kind of join did that all happen at the same time or how did it happen um yeah so um yes it existed before the, the rattle um it was a solo project um and um my solo project years ago and then um I'd been playing with John for years and then he was giving a lot of input to the songs. We were songwriting together, we were producing the music together and it felt like the natural thing to do to rebrand as a duo and and do this together. Um, a lot changed since, yeah, exactly. Um, I started being more active in the songwriting and, and in the production rather than uh, a guitarist performing live. And and the mission has 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 sort of come to a core now with yeah. with um, our sort of activism, environmentalism, if you like, at heart. Um, and our sound has changed uh, as well. Yes. Um, so yeah, and then with the help of the Rattle, we were able to um, kind of relaunch this and 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 take it. You know, continue. I guess we're on a journey. Continue to take it where we want it. We want it to be. And in terms of that message, was that was that there from the outset, or did you have to discuss whether or not you're going to go for this message? Because it's, it's kind um, of a brave thing to do. It's obviously easier to like sing about love and flowers and things, but you guys have gone you, for this. You thing. say that, Adam, but I, honestly, like it, I, I've never been able to write about you know the most you know something that's most common 
written about i don't know if that sentence makes sense mm. love is what i mean yeah, to say. Yeah. i've never been really been able to do it um so i've always found myself um you know sitting at the piano writing about you know in the past i used to write about kind of one's space in the world like individualism um i've i yeah i've never really been able to um write about love um which is not a bad thing i guess because um there's a lot of love songs and they're beautiful and 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 I guess if it comes from an authentic place uh from from the heart then then that's when music makes sense so yeah to answer your question because my heart is filled with um continuously filled with like concern about the future of the planet about the future of like the human race I guess naturally that what comes out in the songs um so I guess there wasn't really a discussion about it. But there was a decision to sort of go for it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because once we realized, okay, this is happening and this is what feels authentic and this is what fills our hearts with, yes, this this is a great message um, and it should come out in our songs. Once we sort of sat down and said, why don't we just do this? Because this is what works better and, and what just works as well, yeah, quickly, and, 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 yeah. without thinking about it too much. Um, so there was that decision of doing it um, rather than, you know, maybe the third song would be about love and then the fourth song would be about the environment rather than doing that. It doesn't matter if all the songs are about the environment because that's what's happening at the moment and that's what's important for us. For us, yeah. And we also believe like, I mean, I think many people believe like a record should be a record as a as a sort of reminder, a sort of um, recollection of the current times yeah so when you listen to a Beatles song it should take you back to when you know when they were recording and the times that they were living in um and hopefully our music is is sort of a recollection of the current state yeah. of the earth and and what you know what humans can do to make it better and um yeah, yeah. I guess I guess my um a- aspiration would be for our music to not make sense anymore because when our music stops you know stops being valid then it means that you know we've achieved um you know what we think in our opinion should um you know be 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 the the, the stage the world should be in so if 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 i don't know 20 years down the line someone's listening to um uh, one of our songs say, why are they talking about it this way? Um, that's not the case anymore. And then I think we would have won. As in, we, yeah. not just we us, but humans. like humans. Yeah. From our perspective. Not selfishly, obviously. yeah. So they'd be listening to it to get nostalgic about climate change and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> How could it be that climate change existed? Yeah. I'm looking closely to see someone familiar Because you So yeah, with that in mind, can we talk about your last single was To The Lines, right? Um, can you talk about like the message, uh, writing the song? And John, I know you produce all the music yourself as well. Yes. Yeah, so yes, our last song released in March is called To The Lions and it is a song about betrayal. Um, but our interpretation of it is from the perspective, betrayal from the perspective of a farmed animal. And I guess the song is about uh, the choice that as human beings we make daily and more than once daily um, to, um, I guess, um, not be so kind to some 
animals um uh yes yeah, so it's about the repercussions of of choices of food and it came about from um while i was reading a really interesting book which, which i recommend called eating animals by jonathan saffron fower um he goes on a kind of quest to um to find out where the food we eat uh, comes from and it's really informative um Although that's what the message behind the song is, um, we kind of write in an abstract way in the sense that if you listen to it, it could be about whatever um, is going on in your life. It could be, I guess, interpreted um, in in your own way. We still look at lyrics as like an amazing art form. It is still one of our um, mediums, I guess. yeah, so so it's not like in your face, like don't eat animals. No, it's not. It's not like that. It's more. Definitely, it's done in yeah. a more kind of artistic way. We hope. <laughs> yeah, I think if you were just shouting "meat is murder" on stage, I think people just walk out the room. <laughs> and, and so it's good that you're. <laughs> yeah, and it's not. You know, it's not the way we want. You know, the message uh, to to go out there because what's that gonna? I don't think you'd be inspiring yeah, many people that, if you did that's, that. Yeah, I think you'd be sidelining a lot, a lot of the kind of population. So it's more, it's coming from a place of kindness. It's coming from a place of compassion, um, and this is the journey we've had to go through because this is not the you know lifestyle we've had all our lives. This is a realization that we came to, and it changed our life. So we're hoping we can be uh, perhaps a part of that change for some people. Definitely, yeah. Absolutely. About the production, um, Deborah, so Deborah wrote to the Lions actually in 2000 and was it 18? Or? 18. 18, yes. So she wrote it in 2018 oh. at the Rattle, um, in, in one of the studios. Yeah. And I remember we, I mean, it was, it still is a great song and, and we keep saying this, nothing, nothing core Nothing crucial changed in in the song since. So the what I mean by that is the the lyrics, the songs, the song the structure, structure, the chord progressions, the feeling, you know, tempo, if you like, the feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing changed. Um, you even had all the vocal harmonies laid down from yeah. from that demo. That three hour session, magic happened um, there. <laughs> so so nothing changed in that. Um, so all 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 we did was literally, you know, add. You know, color in basically, color in yeah. that that outline that was already that was already there. Um, and yes, yeah, as, as I mentioned, um, we've got a home studio here set up in our living room. So um, I, I I work from I work from home every day. Mm-hmm. I guess the quarantine. I'm always quarantined. <laughs> you are. <laughs> but no, I I get the choice to leave at least. But now I don't have the choice to leave the house. Um, and we also record. Um, we recorded extra parts in the in the living room, and production-wise, you know, if you hear it, there's a lot of there's a lot of bass, or there is um, there's a lot of synths added to it. So that's why I mentioned like a, more of a synth pop vibe. There's some 80s mm. sounds that I like to use, um, and and also the producer in residence at the Rattle, Gigi Piscitelli, had a, had quite an impact on to the lines as well because. When it was shout out to Gigi, shout out to Gigi, definitely. Yeah, who will be mixing actually our our third single today? Yeah, he's mixing. <laughs> um, yeah, today he's actually mixing our third single, which is amazing. Um, yeah, I remember Gigi because we had we had the song produced and recorded as well yeah. by then by by the time he heard it, and and you know it was his idea to add to add an extra bass layer, for example, and and other details that really push push that song even further and and. Uh, the ideas that he had, we were carrying with us in in this single and the next song. So, 
So it's always good to bounce bounce off ideas with with another producer or another pair of ears, definitely. We move our arms, we move our legs, we move all of our bodies, escape the water in our heads, breaking ways to bring us. Going back, then we released um, Oceans, our first single in September 2019. Um, it was uh, yeah our debut, and really pleased with the. Um, I guess, feedback from it as well. Um, so Oceans is, again, one of those where you listen to it, you're like, mm, this could be about this or that. But for us, it's about diversity, the beauty of diversity. And it is our response to the refugee crisis. Um, it's 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 quite sad, I guess, that um, the story that inspired it um, over Christmas as um, about... Um, 38 migrants were left on 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 the boat outside um, Maltese waters, which um, hits home because that's where we're from. Um, and the story was in the news over Christmas. They were left out, outside um, the waters, not allowed to enter any country um, for refuge for 19 days. So can you imagine the kind of the strange I- irony, I guess, of um, heads mm-hmm. of state, people being comfortable warm in their homes having christmas dinners and lunches feasting enjoying themselves and then on the other side you have these people who just just want to go in uh, just want to get get safety just go to safety basically um and that's what inspired oceans and i say it's it's really um sad that it's it is still the case because as we speak now the same situation is going on um uh, there's a, a boat full of migrants waiting to go into um waters and the last i heard there uh, they've been sent back to libya um now um because the country does not want to did not want to take them and you know it, you know, of course, there are political reasons for this. There are, you know, there's so many reasons. But like in my heart, I feel like saying, come on, like these are people. These are your brothers and sisters. Like, you know, yeah, I just I, I can go on and on about this because it makes my blood boil. Um, we all want the same thing. If something worked for us, if we were able to build, to create a society that is safe, that offers safety, that offers, you know, why not? Why not share it? And 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 I guess oceans is continues to be relevant. And I would live for the day when it's not. We are swimming, but we swim in different oceans. We are swimming, but we swim in different oceans. And the current won't bring us The video is. Is, is amazing. I mean, I love the video. We've got Tyron Wolf, who's a British sign language performer, performing on the video. And and when we came up with that idea, it was just like, yes, we need to make yeah. this happen. And and what we what our challenge was is how to make it happen. You know, would, should we have the should we have Tyron Wolf perform through the whole song or in sections or or should we have a little like interpreter of the song going on while, for example, Deborah's singing? Yeah. Um, and I mean, go watch it and see what we yeah, actually ended up doing. But but um, I think that was that was a that was a, a core thing to do because of the meaning of the song. Yeah, it's um, about the beauty of diversity and and uh, music. We believe music is more than just sounds, and the message can tra- travel much further. So we wanted to make it accessible to um, the deaf community as well. Mm. How did that idea come to you for the video? 
Sorry. How did the idea come to us? Oh, the idea. Um, do you we remember? Were, yeah, we were brainstorming in the living room with our housemate, and she's like, "Yeah, why don't you do that?" Oh, I remember that. Yes. And and we just took it away. Went it, like started researching. Yeah, yeah, searching for for um, sign language performers or interpreters, and then we we were um, lucky enough to be to be in, um, to be connected to Tyron. So yeah, basically, it was our housemate's idea to have a British Sign Language performer. Yeah. Beautiful. And then production-wise, was it a similar story for you, John, or did you approach both of those songs differently? Or? Um, both the songs were approached differently um, for a reason which I forgot to mention when I discussed To The Lions. And, and the main reason mm. is in To The Lions, we started approaching our production um, with the live show in mind. Whereas in Oceans, we didn't have a live show in mind. We simply produced a track with the sound that we imagined for mm-hmm. it. And and I think it's a core it's a core difference that should be explained because in the past bands would have songs, would have albums and you know, and they would be performing before they start recording. And then they would probably get a deal and they would they would um get in the studio for months and, and flesh that album out. And then continue touring. So that so yeah, the, the live show is already there before they're in the studio recording. Songs that they know yeah. worked in a live way because the audience exactly, would have interacted yeah. with them. Yeah, exactly. So they would take those and produce those. Exactly. And and in, in today's era where people, you know, can produce from from anywhere as long as you have a computer, then I think that has been lost a bit. And people go out and produce um whatever the idea they have, and then maybe struggle to perform it live because, because they only have, you know, two people in the band or because they don't have, they don't have a basis or because they don't have that specific synth or, or et cetera. And, and what happened again, uh, shout out to Gigi was we started working really closely with him on our, on our live show and how to make the best out of our live performance. Um, and we realized, and we realized we can't really perform oceans in the way that we would like to, because we need a drummer. Oceans has really um, earthy, drums. earthy drums, I would say, and you can't really... Per- I mean, it would be like an unplugged mm. version if you played Oceans without the drummer. Um, and of course, you could get a session drummer and, and all that stuff or, or get the drummer to join the band, but we, we really wanted to do this as a duo and, and we really liked the image of, of that for our, for our band. Mm-hmm. So, so we went down the electronic drum route for To The Lions and when we're live, we can trigger those live, um, and then we ha- and then we converted actually oceans into an electronic drum mm-hmm. part as well. So when we're live, we can you know all the songs are consistent. Mm-hmm. So in terms of producing oceans, um, that was very different because I had I had this really earthy sort of chopped up drum in my in my head, which I which I produced, and then and then we got a session drummer to to perform those at the studio. Then you you're a bit of a fan of like waves and folks, right? Aren't you for when you're producing? Um, yes, quite. And not only when I'm producing, actually, because um, we also use use quite uh, not quite. There's one specific plugin actually by Waves, the the, the Sheps Omni plugin. Um, we use that when we when we live 
when we perform live, um, be it in the live stream and be it in the live show as well. Um, because I can take my, my Focusrite um, Liquid 56 um, interface with me, and, and which is amazing because it's got so many outputs. And and that that that, that plugin just sits on the on the vocals that Shep Shep Somni plugin is is amazing on vocals. If you haven't tried it out, use it. Um, mm. And obviously the the ever so used SSL G Master Bus on on the Master Bus. Even when we perform live, it's it's there and it makes it makes a big difference. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting what you're saying. Like, do you guys think when you write a song, should you be worrying about how it's going to sound performed, or should you just pour all your creativity into the song and not worry about that? until the later date or yeah what do you guys think about that i guess at the writing stage you you should i guess don't let it limit you yes yeah just do what you want to do and then and then you know for in our case because generally we write on a piano um of course my vocals and with a guitar those are things instruments that are in our live set anyway so it's not that you know that much of a of a change but i guess in the writing um yeah we believe that like song is really key so like song is king actually so um yeah when we're writing we just let it let it happen and then and then we continue to get excited when we you know record start recording start adding bits start adding drums to it perhaps yeah definitely the the song the song should work on a piano, all you need for a song to be really good is is chord progression, mm-hmm. um, and the melody. rhythm, and melody. Yeah. And and a piano can give you all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you if you can sing on top of that, you know, instead of using the piano, if you like, then that's a, a step up. Yeah. And and once once that works, then then you, you know you can produce it in any style if you like. You know, yeah. are you a rock band? Are you are you a a prog rock band? Are you are you a punk band? Are yeah. you a Pop R&B, star. It soul. doesn't matter. Yeah, it it the core should still be there, and people should still be able to remember the song and sing along with it. But we all know that production plays a big part nowadays because you know the little, the things that you can add in the in, in the production stage can can change the, the vibe of the song can can change what people can feel. Um, so to answer your question, we we don't write with our live show in mind, but we do produce with our live show in mm-hmm. mind. Yeah, I mean, I just guess with Oceans, that was quite a big detail that there was live drums in the track and then you don't have a drummer. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, also though, it's inter- not interesting. It's important to mention that um, Oceans was our first single. And as we said, we, we did a lot of things changed when I joined the, when, you know, when we rebranded, if you like, Burn uh-huh. as this official duo with this sound in mind. And and I quite, I remember us discussing this a lot, like Oceans is our first single. A lot of things will change by the second, by the third, by the tenth single. Uh-huh. So And that's okay. And that's okay, yeah. And we and we're in fact we keep saying Oceans is an experiment and I think I think it was and yeah. still is for many yeah. for many reasons. And and one of them is is our sound. And our sound has changed into the lions and and our sound has well not changed, evolved I would say. And our sound has also evolved in the third single. Yeah. And you know, by the fourth, fifth or by the I don't know, by the twentieth single, <laughs> who knows where we are. But the idea is that you're creating something that still sounds consistent to the previous singles, but you're also evolving and developing your own sound, your own textures that you can keep carrying with you um, in the next songs. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so just like overthinking, over analyzing the music is just going to kill it, really, isn't it? It, it yeah. will, it will, yeah. It which, will. which we sometimes, you know, we are victims of. Yeah, doing that, which obviously. we sometimes, well, not sometimes, most times, but but I guess it's important to to understand where you are and where you're going and how everything, every little thing you do is going to, uh, you know, help you, even if it's. In in and I'm and I'm quoting here, um, like a failure, um, it's not going to be a failure because that's going to inform yeah. your next moves. I guess. I guess in in art, Absolutely. in any art form, and in our case, music, then you, and again, it's easy to say and it's hard to do because we're also a victim of that. But we're also a victim of that. But in music and in any other art form, you can't really create something that is wrong because it didn't exist before yeah. so there's nothing to compare with you're you're creating something from scratch and you are the only one to judge yourself yeah. basically and many times when there is a feeling uh, when it comes from the heart it, you know it's hard for it to be yeah. bad <laughs> <laughs> So just to wrap up, so I guess, how are you guys approaching the next few weeks and months and even 2020 in general? Yeah, so we're, um, I guess, lucky to be able to continue um, recording and writing music from our home. Um, So our plan is to release more songs this year. Um, We've got... um, a single coming out in May, which we're really excited about. And then there'll be a few more singles as well. Common ground, yeah. we'll keep growing. Yeah, definitely. we're going to continue to develop common ground. Um, you know, book a, a program as long as lockdown continues, and we also hope to carry it on afterwards. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess uh, continue to explore ways of um, expanding the reach of the message, which is, um, which has ha- found its way to be the core of Burn. Um, so yeah, we'll be busy. <laughs> anything to add to that john i think that's about it i mean obviously i would say live shows but um as as we said before we need to adapt in these times so there won't be live shows until we're allowed to leave the house um but there will be live streams and coming ground will keep going and we will also perform again on coming ground i think our our next performance is somewhere on the 24th of of may May, is when we will perform perform on our own coming ground sessions uh we'll also be recording and releasing um acoustic versions of our songs yeah that's something else we're going to be doing from our house um again because now we have the time and we we also have the capacity to do it so so why not we we've also dreamt of having like these three four tracks out and then have a little acoustic sort of rendition of them yeah yeah which we'll record on um a beautiful piano um, that is lucky to be in the living room. It's a Yamaha from 1983, and it sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Guys, I could chat to you all day, but it sounds like you've got a new single to release. So <laughs> I'm going to wish you a lovely day. Thank you Don't very awesome. much. Thanks, yeah, for thanks so much, guys. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.